Welcome back to the Seeking Selah podcast, a podcast where two sisters take time to pause and reflect in the midst of a hurried life. I'm Sarah May. And I'm Sarah. And we are so glad to be back with you guys. I still almost feel like because I'm not used to this every other week thing yet. I still mm-hmm. almost feel like we're on a break. Like, I want to say, it's so good to be back from the break. Because, <laughs> like, I honestly feel like the last two weeks have felt like a whole month. So, yeah, exactly. I, I can understand where you're coming from. Yeah, it feels like we just took another break. So, obviously, our listeners feel like that because they've missed it so much. But Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, Sarah, how are you? How have you found rest this week? Or in the last two I- weeks, really? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. I um I'm doing good. <laughs> I'm fumbling over my words because I didn't think about how I found rest in the last two weeks. Um, While she thinks, too... I will just say the irony is that this was Sarah's idea to change it from asking each other how we are to how, how are you finding rest. rest. So I know. <laughs> well, the problem is I cannot remember that far back. Oh, oh you know, trust me. and it all blurs together. Yeah. So. I don't know if it happened in the last two weeks or in the last month or in the last year, to be honest. The best part is the <laughs> listeners don't know either, so you can just... That's true. I could just <laughs> I could make up a total story and no one would know, but I won't do that because I'm an honest person and I love Jesus, but um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway, so uh, one way that I found rest this week is actually we have gotten together with two different sets of friends in the last week that we have not seen for so long, and it just did my heart so good. That's and they awesome. were back to back too so it was like really wonderful I felt like my social tank was just like filled mm. to the brim um and both couples were they're they're just people that we feel safe with and we connect with really well and naturally and actually so one of them they are kids that well now they're not kids anymore but they're former youth kids <laughs> that like we were their youth leaders and now they're grown-ups and they're getting married in three months Aww. and it's so sweet and it's so f- like we've watched their relationship like yeah. grow and develop and it was funny because you know I just said this is so weird that you guys are planning a wedding and they're like it's weird that you have a kid <laughs> <laughs> and I was like that's true you know because they've known us for so long too um so it was just really fun um and yeah, I mean, I think that's made the week go by really fast, too, because we've had a lot of social things on our calendar, um, but I have been loving every second of it. So I love that. How about you? How are you finding rest this week? Yeah, it's been a great week this week. Um, so I'm 18 weeks pregnant now. Woo-hoo. and um, Almost halfway there. I know, yeah. Oh, you're almost halfway there. (laughs) (laughs) That is the next bestseller. Um, Oh, for sure. But so I this week, um, I don't want to like jinx myself and say everything's looking up (laughs) Um, because week 15 was a very good week and then 16 was really, really hard. But I don't, I will take this week for what it is. It's been a very good week. I've been eating like plenty of food. You know, I feel like I have an appetite for the first time since like 
for like four months. <laughs> and I know it's funny the things that you didn't think you'd celebrate being pregnant. Like when you texted me this week and you're like, I ate breakfast and lunch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I was so excited. Like, like normally that's it, such a normal thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's so, it's so true. Like I ate three meals a day every day this week. Like that is amazing, but it also is so mundane at the same time. Um, oh, no, it's a great thing. Yeah, so it's just, it's been a really good week. And it's funny because, like, the way that I feel like I found rest is I actually felt up to cleaning my house. Yeah. And, um, like, I've been trying to tidy, like, here and there, but... Um, I just, I don't like clutter. I don't like mess. And it's mm-hmm. been really, it's definitely been hard for me to just let it go and say, like, this is my season. This is the season I'm in. Like, I need to let the mess go. Like, Adam has been so helpful with all of the household, everything. And so it hasn't been, like, terrible. But I just like, cer- one, I like certain things done a certain way. But two, I like to know that I helped <laughs> contribute. Right, yeah. So I was able to like clean the house um, this week and just, and then I felt like I was really restful. Like after that, like I was able to sit and like there's dishes in the sink, but I can handle it because all the surfaces are clean. Like our mm-hmm. dining room table is a total like just junk spot. We throw so much stuff on the table. That's clean. Like the floors are clean. The toys are, Layla's toys are put away. Our clothes are put away. It was just, it felt like such a victory to have that. And so with that said, my rest, I feel like was a little more fulfilling knowing yeah. that I was one in a tidy home and two, that I was able to kind of make it happen, you know? So mm-hmm. no, that makes total sense. Yeah. So thankfully, um, I've had a, a good, good week and I mean, I'm hoping that it stays that way, but, <laughs> but even if it gets hard again, you know, that's okay, too. I just, I thankfully, no, I have... No, it's okay for you to want things to get easier. <laughs> it's okay. I, I never want to okay. sound negative. I really, I'm struggling Listen. big time with that, to be transparent. I'm struggling big time with, because I feel complaintive, because I've wanted to, I've wanted to carry my own child since I was practically a child. I was like 15 or 16 <laughs> when I realized I wanted to be a mom. And so it feels so, and I know that other people struggle with loss and infertility and I want to be thankful and I am but it's also hard so but I struggle with I don't want to sound negative or like you know anything like that because I am very thankful it's just also been very hard (laughs) it can be both and yes you know what it is that's a phrase both and yeah okay both amazing and the hardest (laughs) thing ever yeah and Honestly, that's like literally all of parenting. So, yeah. yep. Um, and there's nothing wrong with you sharing that this is where you're at, and it's okay to say it kind of sucks right now, and I'm ready for it to get better. So, yeah. stop. Yeah, and thankfully, stop this trying week has to put. You that, know, yeah. what did you say? Thank you, Sarah. I needed that. <laughs> you're welcome. There's your pep talk for the day. <laughs> okay. um, speaking of pep talks, <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. Uh, we are going to introduce a new segment, though, into the show. And I'm pretty excited about this one. I feel like we need an audio clip again, like the clapping from last week. Yeah, we could come up with our own. Um <laughs> But it is, it's going to be called fangirling. So it could just be like a crowd cheering. Oh, woohoo! 
fangirling. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm not cut out for that kind of life I mean, coming up with things on a whim. Um, but so basically it's just anything that we're currently loving or obsessed with. It could be a product. It could be a food. It could be an activity. It could be a movie. I don't know. Literally the sky's anything. the limit. The so. sky's the limit. Yeah. So Sarah May, what are you fangirling over this week? So as everyone knows at this point, I'm obsessed with friends and <laughs> I have already watched the entire show again since being pregnant. And part of oh, me was wow, tempted. Really? Yeah. Yes. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> so um part of me was tempted to start it over again. Um, another part of me thought, why don't I just re-listen to the Harry Potter books? Another staple <gasps> for me. Are you about to say that you're fangirling over The Office? Oh, no, I'm so sorry. Oh, oh Total man, I just got you, my hopes up. I know. You guys, the disappointment <laughs> oh, on her face. So, you, okay, I thought you were going to say, I decided not to do any of that and to try something new. And I know you tried watching The Office. And I was like, oh, my gosh, she's going to surprise me and say that she finally committed and she loves it. I feel but so bad for you right that's now. That's not the case. Okay. Okay. It's no, fine, I did start it. I haven't. I took a break and I haven't felt like going back yet. But I. You took a break after the first episode? The, the second, second episode. episode. <laughs> it was so bad. It is a cringy one. It's if so you're bad. An yeah. Office but fan I, I'll out try there. and push through. I swear. I promise but just yeah i just recently like with how i've been feeling i'm like i need something to make me feel better like i can't commit to liking like to power through something when i'm like just powering through like existing so <laughs> yeah i mean the the first couple episodes can be very cringy yeah especially diversity day which is the second episode so, so yeah anyway okay i'm sorry fangirling okay what so are it's you not actually the office spoiler over? alert but okay. so really well yeah i just went on disney plus and just like was scrolling to find something because i was like i don't know if i want to go back to the things i've done a million times like i want something that'll captivate my attention and so i found this like Gordon Ramsay traveling the world. <gasps> yes, have you I watched, watched that? that? He goes Un to some like really, yeah. He goes to very remote places. Like yes, it's, they live in huts and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. No, that's what I'm saying. Like half the time he's like cooking for the village chief or something. Yeah, like, or the elders or something. Yeah, and he's like cooking in like the snow and like you know intense heat and wasn't with it a hippo like, and i don't know if you've made it to this far but there's like an episode where he's in laos i think and like mm. they're fishing for bugs because that's like one of the core things that they eat because oh, wow. it's like no, all that's available that for them and i'm like wow yeah. i'm glad i don't live there <laughs> for real that's the thing is i'm like looking watching this show and to I'm like addicted to it. I have. It's... I actually should have taken it slower because I'm already halfway through the second season. There's only three seasons, <laughs> and I just started it like last week or something. But um, but yeah, it's so good. And I really like Gordon Ramsay when he's not being mean. Like yeah, <clears throat> I don't like it when people are mean. But Me I just he's just so talented at what he does. Like he's literally in these remotest places on earth sometimes. <laughs> And these people have been cooking these recipes for generations and generations. And he just gets the recipe, like these ingredients. He's like, okay, here's what I want to make. And it's always delicious. Oh, yeah. At like, the end of the episode, doesn't he like cook off against people yep. in that area too? Okay. 
Yeah, the only time so far that he hasn't done a cook-off against someone is when he had to cook with someone because it reflected poorly on the person that he was visiting, like, if the chief didn't like their food. And so it was actually, like, a, a, her social status depended on this meal. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I and there was, like, that. a hippo behind them the whole time, so his <laughs> life was literally in danger. In danger. Like. <laughs> So, yeah. Anyways, wow. clearly, I'm totally fangirling over this. And you are a little, too, it sounds like. I but. didn't know that I would be sharing that, but yes, I am. I watched yeah. that a while ago. I feel like it was during the pandemic that I... Oh, yeah. Or maybe That's the thing after is, I know it's older. Burns. Yeah. But, but, yeah, I just discovered it. I just went on, like, the nature section because I was like, let's watch... Let's watch a documentary about Earth. For some reason, I was in the mood <laughs> for that. But then I found Gordon Ramsay cooking and, like... Africa and yep. Indonesia and I was like, oh, all right. And yep, I love it. So I'm totally fangirling over that. I was bummed that I couldn't watch an episode of it today, but it just didn't happen like that. And so I'm looking forward to watching it tomorrow. Yeah, it it made me appreciate like the depth of culture and like you said, the fact that these recipes have been passed down from generation to generation. I was like, man, a lot of, I feel like, what we experience here in America is lacking in that. You know, maybe mm-hmm. not for everyone, but I was like, that's so cool that they take such pride in, like, the food that they make for their yeah. families and and are very resourceful. Um, that's the they have thing, to too, <laughs> is it's, yeah, they just take whatever they can. I mean, they were eating spider legs, which... I would just die first. Uh, Yeah. But like, I'm a vegetarian. Sorry. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah, it's just amazing to watch. And the way that they're able to utilize the land to even cook their food Mm -hmm. is amazing. So, yeah, it's been totally entertaining for me. And um, I'll be sad. Gordon, if you're out there and listening to this, I would love to come to one of your restaurants. (laughs) free (laughs) i'm just kidding he's not listening uh anyway anything else that you're fangirling over um that's that's pretty much it i've been really into peaches uh oh they were one of the first thing that uh i didn't puke up oh lovely so i don't know i don't really think it's a craving i think that i've just for a while now i've just been eating what i know or what I hope I can keep down. Mm-hmm. And peaches has been, like, I've I've never thrown it up. Yeah. So I think I just know it's safe more than anything. Yeah. Um, that makes so, sense. So, yeah, I've been eating a lot of peaches. The other day, Adam was going to the store, and I was like, can you get me six cans of peaches? <laughs> so and you ate like, all okay. six in that night. <laughs> no, just, just, but one whole one in one setting, so. Nice. Hey, when I was, like, trying to naturally induce labor with Miles, I ate an entire pineapple by myself in one sitting because <laughs> I read that pineapples can do that. Newsflash awesome. didn't work. Hey, I'll so, remember that. Well, maybe it'll work for you. It did not work for me. Um, nothing worked. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> um, um, what are you fangirling over? Yeah, so I actually have three things. Um, first is, uh, have you ever heard of Ben Rector? What is it? Ben Rector. He's, he's no. a musician. Um, well, his newest album is amazing and it's called the joy of music and i am literally obsessed with it and i've gotten ryan hooked to it um i listen to it probably multiple times a week like all the way through 
But oh my what I love most about it is like he expresses himself like he's at this stage of life where he cares less about being famous and more about like his family. And that's like mm. what a lot of the songs are about. Um, and there's one that's called Thank You. And he's just literally thanking God for all the things in his life that he loves. And like some Aww. of them are really simple, like the deepest blue in his daughter's eyes. You can tell I, I've memorized all the lyrics. Um, but anyway, it's so good. So I'm fangirling over that. Um, the second thing is, uh, it's so weird. I feel like really embarrassed admitting it, but it's an eyebrow serum. <laughs> okay. So a little backstory, backstory. I had the bushiest eyebrows ever when I was younger. Um, and I remember when I was 12 years old, um, a girl who went to church with me, she was like older. So she was kind of like a youth leader to me. I had complained about my eyebrows and how bushy they were. And she basically just said like, well, if your parents are okay with it, I can take you to get your eyebrows done. And so my mom said, okay. And I went and got my eyebrows waxed for the first time. Um, and at that point, they looked good. Like full eyebrows, just not completely like caterpillar like on my face but mm -hmm. in eighth well I guess with that yeah so like an eighth grade so maybe the next year um <laughs> my cousin came to visit from Oklahoma and she's two years older than me um and I've always I always wanted to be like her so like the, yeah. when she got like bangs I wanted bangs when she had a, a middle part I wanted a middle part um like all the clothes that she had I wanted the same thing like I was just obsessed yeah. with her and I love her um but she was like doing makeup so she was like in high school at this point doing her makeup and she had plucked her eyebrows and I decided I was gonna pluck my eyebrows and <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing and I literally plucked them to like the tiniest thinnest oh. little line I possibly could because I thought that's what I should do mm -hmm. and let me tell you I still to this day feel like they haven't fully grown back. Like I have oh like gosh. splotches in my eyebrows of hair missing that like just never grew back. Um, and I don't from like, when you were in from, from when, when I was you were in younger. Great, yeah. Wow. And I don't like obviously love that. And I've always hated my eyebrows. And so I was like trying to do research on what I could do to fix it. And I came across this eyebrow serum. I was actually influenced by a tiktok video <laughs> so hey there you go um, they did their job yeah they did uh and i think it i don't know it was like eight dollars on amazon or something but i've been using it for a while and i can tell that my eyebrows are growing like wow. i'm filling in the spots that haven't been full in so long and like new hairs are growing um and normally I would pluck those because they'd bother me, but I'm like, resist the urge to pluck because be, yeah. yeah, like you need, you need these hairs. <laughs> so my eyebrow serum, I'm fangirling over. I'm very thankful for it. Um, That's awesome. It also works for eyelashes, which I haven't tried because I have pretty full eyelashes. I mean, I guess they could always be fuller, but I don't know. I just, oh yeah. I can't really tell if you do, but um 
For the record, I just got really close <laughs> to the camera because I'm trying to see in my Do reflection you? on the video if I have yeah, full you, eyelashes. You have nice eyelashes. My eyelashes have disappeared. I can't even see them in this picture. Oh, I see them. Your eyeballs are oh. huge. Anyway. <laughs> and then my last thing that I am totally fangirling over is our new air fryer. Do you have an air fryer? Ooh, I do. Okay, so I know that we're like years behind on this trend. Um, Ryan has been wanting one for years, and I was like, I don't want another thing in my kitchen that I'm not going to end yeah. up using. It just takes yeah. up space because our kitchen's not that big, and we don't have very much storage space, too. So I was yeah. like, where are we going to put it? Whatever. Um, And then, like, he brings it up off, not often, but, like, occasionally he's brought it up and... So I had decided for Father's Day this year, I was going to get him an air fryer. Well, then randomly a couple weeks ago, okay, backstory. He's obsessed with like making ramen, um, but not just like, you know, make ramen from the pack and eat it like that. Like he judges it up. So he has learned yeah. how to like marinate. So he makes soft boiled eggs and then he marinates them in soy sauce and mirin and... um uses like sriracha and green onions and he's like just coming up with all these different ways that he wants to like make ramen really good yeah um so of course he needs chopsticks (laughs) to enjoy (laughs) his ramen and uh so one day he was ordering chopsticks and they had some sort of deal at target like you know spend so much you get a you know whatever discount or gift card or whatever and so he had said do you need any kitchen items from Target and I was like, well, I was gonna get you an eye fryer, air fryer for Father's Day. Eye fryer, <laughs> eye fryer. Whoops, um, an air fryer for Father's Day. So why don't you just like throw one of those in the cart? And he was like, what? <laughs> and that is totally me. I'm like really bad about most of the time, like keeping surprises or waiting until like you're supposed to give someone the gift. And I was like, yeah, you yeah. might as well just get the deal and we'll ha- enjoy it now. Okay, this was more like an early or a late Mother's Day present because I am obsessed with this thing. (laughs) Ryan has never, well, that's not true. He has used it, but like I do most of the cooking. So I'm the one that uses it all the time, but it's amazing. Like, I don't know why I've neglected myself for so long and not had (laughs) one in my home. We use it multiple times a week. Like really my favorite thing about it is that you can put frozen chicken into it. So like I often forget to thaw out chicken breasts and then I'm like, crap, I don't have like, that's what I was going to make for dinner tonight. Now what am I going to do? Um, so we've been eating at home more often, which is obviously better for our wallet. Um, and I don't know. It's just fun to try like new recipes. Yeah. I made homemade donuts one day with like oh yeah biscuit I dough. You were do that. They were so good. So yeah, air fryer, loving it. That's awesome. Yeah, we have one, and I had it for over a year before I even took it out of the box. Um, and then um, I, I've only used it a couple times even since then. It's I I have people who say that they use it like you're saying like several times a week. Yep. I just I don't know. I just never got in like the habit of that and I'm just like a classic like stove and oven. Like I have all the appliances, <laughs> Sarah. I have a pressure cooker, I have an air fryer, I have a crock pot. Like I've got them all and I just I don't know. Well, I need to get more savvy. That's the thing. Last year for 
my birthday, Ryan got me an Instapot because I had met, this is right after Miles was born. And I was like, I need quick, easy ways I can make food without having to think about it too much. So he was super thoughtful and got me an Instapot. Ask me how many times I've used it. Sarah, how many times have you used it? Zero, which is <laughs> terrible. Like, I do need to use it. It's just sitting in our basement because that is too big. Like, there's nowhere for me to store that in our kitchen. Yeah. Um, our crock pot is already taking up enough room, and I do use that frequently. So our air fryer is just sitting on the counter because, again, we've used it multiple times a week since we've gotten it. Yeah, but- I mean, yeah, that's the thing. I The week that I – like, the time that I did use it – I specifically planned two meals that week to use it, and so I just left it on the counter. But we have very limited counter space, so um, if I'm going to be using one of the appliances to cook, that means that I I have even less to prep, right. you know? So yeah. But I know that with certain devices, I'd be prepping less. So I they're in my kitchen. I left them in the kitchen and like on a shelf that to hopefully encourage me to use them more. I just, yeah, I'm just lame sauce. I never did. No, that's okay. Well, before we get started, um, just a reminder to make sure that you're following us on Instagram and Facebook at Seeking Say the Podcast. And if you have a chance, please go ahead and leave us a review or a rating uh, wherever you listen to our podcast. I know it seems like such a silly request, but it really does mean a lot to us and it helps uh, our podcast become more available to other listeners, which we would really appreciate. So, um, I mean, come on, share the love, people. Yeah. People need to know about air fryers, eyebrow serum, and Uncharted. Gordon Ramsay cooking in the wilderness. Yeah, definitely. Oh, and Ben Rector. We can't forget about him. Um, anyway, so for today's episode, Sarah May and I thought it would be fun to share pieces of advice that we would give to our younger selves. Um, so it could be our teenage years, high school years, or even just the last few years. There's no no boundaries, really. Just any time from yesterday to before that. <laughs> so anywho, why don't you go ahead and get us started, Sarah May? What's one piece of advice that you would give to your younger self? So <clears throat> it's kind of funny. The first thing I thought of was, and this this is kind of just a silly one, but I wish I I, I would tell my younger self to floss more because because <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't care about flossing now. And I maybe if I had done it more when I was younger, I would care. If but you now made I'm it like a discipline. Oh, <laughs> Every time I go to the dentist, mm. the last time I was at the dentist, he was like. If I had to choose between brushing my teeth and flossing every day, I would floss. Really? Yeah. And that just, I guess, tells me how important it is. And I, you know, it's, I don't care about flossing. So That is one thing. I know how important dental hygiene is, like, during pregnancy, Mm because gingivitis can cause a whole slew of issues. And so now I'm like, it's harder than ever to, like, have to do things like brush my teeth and floss and mouthwash stuff because it makes me barfzilla. So mm-hmm. I'm like, man, maybe if I was better about that when I was a child. So I would go and tell little eight-year-old Sarah, just do it. Just okay? do it. Just do it. Yep. And then it'll be a but, habit. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But oh, well. Uh, but really, so <clears throat> I think maybe I'll try and go in order of my life. No, I can't do that. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> so one thing I would tell like my younger self that really I probably even in like years to come I could probably still tell like this current version of myself Mm -hmm. but I'm I recognize it though at least but just that everything is not black and white 
Mm. And I just, I really struggle with that. Mm -hmm. I like things to be black and white. I do not like gray areas. And I have just learned so much growing and learning in life and in my faith, just that there's a lot of gray. And we need to be just as heavy with grace as we are with truth. Mm -hmm. And that's definitely been a struggle in like, I, in the environments that I think I found my, I have found myself in throughout my life, I haven't had to necessarily realize that. Um, we are just, I'm like, my family is very black and things, sees things very black and white. I had a lot of friends that saw things very black and white. And so just like remote being removed from those environments and just living life, honestly, just having to be in the real world has just really made me realize like it is not that simple. Mm -hmm. And like we live in the gray so often and it's not always necessarily that I'm right and they're wrong. It's that we can both be right. We've just lived different lives and have different perspectives or different beliefs or whatever it is. And it's just like different things when you have lived you know, your life and had certain experiences, you are going to live your life accordingly. And every single person has lived. You could be raised in the same house and go to the same school and wear the same outfits and you still live completely different lives. And everyone's um, viewpoints are and just experiences and and everything, they're all formed by that. So I don't know, that's definitely just something that I've learned a lot that I wish that I would have known sooner because mm-hmm. I think it would have co- saved me a lot of frustration mm-hmm. and just knowing the importance of the just the dual nature that grace and truth are supposed to hold. Yeah. But we so often are heavy with grace or heavy with truth mm-hmm. and and totally lack the other. Yeah. And that's definitely been like I have been able to do one or the other. I've been i very seldom have been able to like strive you know in the in that middle so to me all of that goes together like the black and white the the grace and truth because when you see things black and white it's right and wrong Mm -hmm. you know so yeah that's definitely something that and i'm like i said i'm definitely still learning i still have areas that i'm like learning and growing and because every day you don't know what you don't know. Every day you, you encounter new things right. and you have to learn all over again. But but yeah, so that's definitely one for me. I couldn't agree with you more. I didn't write that down, but actually that's super funny because I was thinking about that concept a little bit today on a, my walk. Like, really? Uh, yeah, how every person is so different. Every person has their own story. And sometimes like when we make blanket statements, like you said, black or white. Like Mm -hmm. we are usually seeking to just be like right or to feel good about ourselves or whatever. I don't know. Rather than seeking to understand the other person. Mm -hmm. Um, And I really like how you said that it has to be grace and truth and they had to be balanced. Um, I think, yeah, unfortunately, sometimes, especially in the Christian world, a lot of people are very loud about trying to share what they think is true in a very condemning way sometimes that's not helpful oh, yeah. at all. Oh, yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I, I really like that. So I'm 
really embarrassed to follow up with my first piece of advice. My first one really was flossing, well, so you can okay. follow up with whatever. Mine is in lieu of what I just shared about my eyebrows, eyebrow serum, and it would be don't pluck your eyebrows. <laughs> Literally, that was that is it. Like I, I live with regret to this day that I plucked my eyebrows all those years ago and then just kept plucking. Also, plucking is a really weird word now that I'm saying it. Now that you've said it, yeah. In a row, but yeah. I probably I don't think that I've heard the word pluck slash plucking in a conversation more times than we've said it today in just the last 15 minutes so it's a record (laughs) Guinness Book of World Records it's us here we are we're in it okay anyway so what is your next piece of advice (laughs) okay well okay I feel like mine are gonna seem a little intense now because they're like all like Here's how to fix your life, Sarah. Uh, like. I see. I see. <laughs> That's okay. Um, okay. Okay. So here's my next one. It is okay to walk away from or limit your energy into one-sided relationships. Yes. That's one I had too. Is it really? I mean, not those words exactly, but yeah. Okay. I still, I'll, I'll stay, share my perspective and then I still want to hear what you have to say about oh, it. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I just have poured a lot of energy into relationships that where I either thought, one, it was validating me in some way, or two, I thought I was helping the person. Um, and probably other reasons, too. That's just at this phase of life where I'm a- what I'm able to identify my motives were. But um, yeah, I just have spent so much time um, on relationships friendships family like boyfriends whatever that were totally just draining energy from me Mm -hmm. and were not building anything back into me you know so that's definitely i would just say like it's okay just you can limit you don't have to boycott someone but you also don't have to keep giving your whole self you know yeah I think for me, I just realized a lot of my friendships in high school, which first of all, I'll just say, it's so hard making friends in high school, especially with other Mm -hmm. girls. I really struggled with that. And I think when I found other girls who were similar enough to me that I was like, okay, I can be friends with them. A lot of the time, I just kind of played that helper role. Like I was always the steady friend, but sometimes I didn't feel like I always got that in return. Or I was Mm -hmm. always like the friend that my friends would come to when they like needed advice or made mistakes or like needed a shoulder to cry on. But then I was kind of forgotten about when they weren't in moments of trauma or or, like Mm, crisis, you know, and um, I didn't really realize that until I was in college and kind of started developing true friendship like not that those people weren't yeah. true friends but I guess more emotionally mature friendships I should say sure um and I would beat myself up a lot about like if I'm am I a terrible friend and like what's wrong with me and you know that kind of thing and um so mine would be like be easier on yourself and you deserve to to be like just as valuable in friendships as you're treating the other person and not and not to say all of my friends were like that because they weren't but some of my key ones were and um yeah that's hard so yeah well and even I love how you put it that like your worth like 
a friendship that's pouring into you what you're pouring out. Yeah. Um, cause that's so huge is just realizing like self-worth, like you're, you don't have to just be the helper. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, there, I, I think that in our, you know, quest to make a better world as, you know, especially, um, as Christians, like there are always going to be people that like we're pouring into that aren't pouring back, but I don't know that it's, I don't, I, I can only speak from my perspective, but I don't know that I believe that those are soul-bearing friendships. Right. Like, yeah. you can't pour your soul into someone that isn't going to offer, like, that kind, same kind of, like, carrying you in return. Mm-hmm. So I love that you said, like, that you're worth that. Because you know what, Sarah? You are. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, okay. So my next piece of advice that I would give myself is to save more money. And mm-hmm. I – so – I had a job at the age of 14. Uh, I remember vividly, we were sitting in the living room and my parents were like, you're 14 now, which means you need to start looking for a job because we don't want to pay for any more of your shopping trips. <laughs> oh my <laughs> which, gosh, I that, love that. that literally makes it sound like I was spending like, or asking them to spend like hundreds of dollars all the time. I wasn't genuinely, but I did love shopping. And so, you know, I wanted to go to the mall all the time. Um, And I think my parents always stressed responsibility to all of, I mean, all of my siblings worked as well in high school. So, yeah, but they were just like, all right, you're 14, go find a job. And I did. And I worked at Chick-fil-A all through high school, all four years. And when I got. I can't believe you still like it as much as you do. That's because it's such good food. It's quality. I'm telling you. I don't have to you convince guys, the you. Look I on know. her face when she said that. She is not just saying that. She believes uh, it with her whole heart. I love Chick-fil-A. Oh my gosh. If I knew that I could afford it and it wouldn't make me feel terrible to eat it every day of my life, I probably would. But I know that's not healthy. So anywho, um yeah. I worked at Chick-fil-A from the time I was 14 actually until after I graduated because I would work there when I'd come home um, for Christmas break, I think, just my first year in college. And then I was like, this isn't really worth it. I'm just going to enjoy being home with my family (laughs) um, after that. But I had barely anything to show for that by the time I went to college. And actually, it was so bad that I remember one time my dad... (laughs) told me he had gotten like an email from my bank that I was <laughs> sorry. I was withdrawing too many times from my savings account in a month. Oh no. I like I just didn't understand the concept of a checking account and a savings account. And so like I would have most of my money in savings and like some money in checking but then I'd be like oh my checking account's getting low and so I just transfer money over yeah. from my savings and my dad sat me down and was like that's not how a savings account works and you're gonna get penalized <laughs> I think like I had withdrawn from it like six times in one month and he was like Sarah what are you buying um and mostly it was clothes <laughs> but uh so yeah I just I wish I had been more disciplined as a teenager which I mean Teenagers are not going to be the most disciplined, but yeah, I just wish that I had 
something to show for the fact that I worked for four years in high school. And like, I mean, yeah. I had to pay for my car insurance. I had to pay for a part of my phone bill. Like, and it's and not like you were working 40 and, hours a no, week. I mean, yeah. you were working part time at a Chick-fil-A right. as a 14 year old. Right. So yeah, give yourself a little bit of slack. Yeah. But, but anywho, I, I I'm kind of embarrassed that I just blew it all. And <laughs> I wish I could go back and, and tell myself that's something I will teach Miles like from like an age where he can understand the concept of money and like this is what it is this is what we do with it it's a it's a tool and it's a resource but um here are some healthy ways to think of money don't spend it all in one place uh so Yeah. yeah I love that I think that's great I completely agree I have um a friend who she was able to live at home through high school obviously high school but also college and she worked Sometimes she's very young. And this now, I don't know why I'm telling you this because it's going to make you feel bad. But she literally put the down payment of her house down in cash. She is a responsible Um, person. I'm not. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, I I literally didn't even have my first job until I was 19 and engaged. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. You were ahead of there's me. No, I know. I'm just saying that, you know. Well, I am happy to report. I don't know. I'm trying to make you feel better, but (laughs) it's not working. I'm happy to report that that's not how I spend money now. So... I have learned. Yeah. I just yeah. wish as a teenager I was a little more mindful. But Yeah. <laughs> what's your next piece of advice? Mm, okay, let's see. You are worth standing up for Aww. is what I wrote down. So, yeah, I think that a mixture of I have a touch of a guilt complex and Adam's going to laugh when he hears me say a touch yeah. of a guilt complex. It's actually like, like it's I don't pr- know. It's pretty yeah. hefty. But, I don't know um, how else you would describe yeah, it. So, but. Yeah. But um, so between that and being a total people pleaser, um, I have never in my life until the last, I mean, just couple of years, even realized that I'm worth standing mm-hmm. up for. Like, I have always always just allowed myself to be mistreated and i don't want to say like every friendship and relationship every person i've ever known has mistreated me that's not what i'm saying but i have had a lot of hurtful very hurtful relationships that continued far longer than Mm -hmm. they should have because i was in a way perfectly content with just allowing people to walk all over me be very mean to me, totally break my heart. Um, And then just like pretend like nothing happened and just, you know, so I, I, I don't even think I actually formulated that into words until this year, like literally 2020, this calendar year formulated the words like I am worth standing up for. Like I am loved. I am cherished. Even if none of that was true in an earthly sense, like from, like a heavenly sense like i'm literally worth dying for like not to be that's like a t-shirt but (laughs) like it really is true and like just realizing that like that you know and and also part of it just like really growing in my faith and not knowing what that looked like like oh does being a christian just mean you're a martyr mm-hmm. all the time no and yeah. it's like this book that i'm yeah it spoiler does not note. just have to clarify <laughs> yeah this book that i'm reading called when to walk away um 
pinpoints many times. Uh, there's a lot in this book. So one, just one thing that um, it pinpoints is all the times that Jesus fled mm-hmm. or left or ran away or whatever when people wanted to persecute him. And he literally came mm-hmm. to die. And he, but but on his time when it was for God's purpose. So all there's many times when the Pharisees wanted to stone him or like, you know, question him or, you know, harass him or just all these different things. And he would leave and, or you know, or rebuke them or whatever. And it's just to, all that to say, like, you don't have to just let people abuse you and stone you mm-hmm. and all the things, you know, and all in the name of Jesus, because that's not what he wants mm-hmm. us to do. And um, it's just definitely been something that I I think I've been learning it for years. But like I said, I've only truly been able to put that into words in, in the last like six months. And like it's been it's it feels so like good <laughs> to yeah. know that. Yeah. So, yeah, you are yes, standing you are. up for little Sarah. Yes, you are. And adult Sarah, I mean, of course. Yes. Um, it actually makes me think of a moment from the office that you're not going to understand, but maybe, but oh, maybe one day you will. But, well, Pam is just like her, her character develops so much through the show as like someone who finally finds her voice and doesn't just like, isn't just like this passive pushover. It's so silly, but she's at a bar and they gave her the wrong beer and like at first she just was like going to take it. And then she was like, no, this isn't what I ordered. And she asked for the right thing. It's so silly, but it's like, you know, I could relate that to that too. Cause I'm like, well, I don't want to be a bother, but it's like, well, they're the ones who are wrong. You know, just tell them like, this yeah. isn't what I ordered. Yeah. Anyway, I digress. I'm sorry. Maybe one day you'll no, understand yeah. that reference. Wink, wink. Maybe one day. <laughs> it doesn't really sound like a reference. That's hard to understand. Okay, hush, hush. I'm just I'm trying really hard here. Um, no, I like that a lot, and I agree. You are worth standing up for. Thanks, Manny. Um, too. Well, my last one is the things that seem like they're the end of the world right now aren't. So mm-hmm. let go mm-hmm. of the anxiety mm-hmm. that you are holding on to. Yeah. And the one thing that came to my mind specifically was schooling. I would get so anxious all the time when it came to school. Um, I remember yeah. one year, I think it was seventh grade, we had like state testing coming up. And the weekend before the state testing, there was some sort of like, I don't know, the academy, like the award show, like, I don't know, Grammys, yeah. Emmys, whatever it was. And my parents had friends over to watch it. And like rightfully so, they're allowed to do that. And I had gone to, to, to bed and I was trying to sleep, but I was so anxious about these state tests that I could not sleep. Well, I like came out of the room crying and I was like, you're being so loud. I can't sleep and blah, blah, blah. Like, and I, I'm so embarrassed now thinking about it. They're probably like, what is wrong with your daughter? <laughs> but um, <laughs> my mom was like, honey, it's okay. You know, trying to talk me off the ledge, but Uh, That happened so many times throughout my teenage years. Actually, even apparently when I was really young, because I 
I don't know why my parents still have this, but recently I was at their house and they have like a card that I made for my dad when I was in grade school. And I was like thanking him for the note that he put in my lunchbox, like encouraging me about my math test. And I said, I think I did really well on my math test. So thank you for the like note that you put in my lunchbox. Next time I won't worry so much. Like I was a young Aww. child that, that has just apparently been something that's plagued me for years. Um, and now looking back, I'm like, oh, Sarah, poor, poor Sarah. Like you don't yeah. need to be so anxious about all those things because like you're here as a grown adult and it doesn't actually matter how you did on your state tests or what grades you got in school or anything like that. Um, but I just like put so much pressure on myself and I wish I hadn't cause it, life would have been a lot more enjoyable. No, I know. Well, and it's, it's, that's a tricky one though, because like every season, I think we can look back and say like, that was way easier than I realized. Yeah. Like I thought it was way harder than it actually was, but perception is reality like Mm -hmm. you know like you only i mean obviously this segment is what would you tell yourself but like you just talking about that it's like i feel so bad for this little sarah because (laughs) truly this was her world Mm -hmm. like you know like this was just oh and by the way the reason that you have that one word or i guess two words for me your mom (laughs) have what (laughs) the reason i have what that card. Oh yeah, she saves everything. But she saves everything. I like, don't when even they... remember, right? I mean, I don't. I was so young. Yeah. But it's just like crazy, yeah. bizarre to me that. She, she, well, I guess my dad would have been the one to save it. It wasn't to her. It was to him. And yeah, I drew a picture on it, it and just... like it was a full blown card. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah. No, poor Sarah. Yeah, I feel so bad for little Sarah when you're describing that. But... I know. But yeah. And now look at you. I don't even remember half of the stuff I learned in school. So shows (laughs) I really like I didn't I didn't like what's the word I'm trying to say? See, I can't even say words. (laughs) I don't remember a whole lot. I just was really good at test taking. So I got really good grades in school. But I would like as soon as the test was over, I'd be like, okay, all all, that's out of my memory bank because now I have to store it up with everything else. I just I don't know. Have you seen the movie um, Inside Out? Yes. (laughs) Who hasn't? Okay. I don't live under a rock. Just kidding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, anyone who hasn't seen it, you better go watch it. Get out from under um, your rock. But there's like that scene where the like the little memory workers are like, you know, sucking up old memories to destroy them. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, she doesn't. Oh, like oh, here's you know Spanish class. She took four years of Spanish. Get all get rid of all yeah. of it, but keep. You know, keep the jingle from this toothpaste commercial. Yeah. It's and, so true. Um, yeah, so it's like it's meant to be. It's just watch that movie and you'll understand everything about psychology and memory and everything. Yep. And uh, the secret to life. <laughs> any, <laughs> do you have any more pieces of advice that you share? Oh, I think that that is it for me. Like drink more water, probably oh, like yeah. stuff like that. That's actually a Bad piece habits. of advice to both of our present selves, I think. Too. No, that's the thing is like I I think that like I want to tell we little Sarah May 
all these bad habits that I have now. Like, hey, you should work on this so that I don't have to deal with it when I'm <laughs> existing, you know? Yeah. So, well, that's a good encouragement to you to start now. So 20 years from now, you're not like, uh, I never drink water yeah. and I don't floss. Yeah. I have gingivitis. Because <laughs> that's how you'll sound when you're in your late 40s. Ugh. And that will, those will be my only two complaints. Yep. Oh, I hope so. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, for real. Unrealistic, but great. <laughs> well, Sarah May, I've been waiting all day to hear what the national holiday is. Okay, that's really rough because there's like there was like seventy five last week. There was very few to pick from today. Oh man, in a very weird way. So, but okay, here we go. I'm really selling it, huh? I'm I'm um, so okay. excited. <laughs> June fifteenth, we have first of all, there's a bunch of celebrity like holidays, but I don't know that you necessarily care that it's Ice Cube's birthday. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. I'll send him a so card. We've got, I'll send him a card. Okay, this one I will say. That I like. National Smile Power Day. Smile Power? Like, like flower power? Yeah, like the power. <laughs> yes, no. Like the power behind your smile. Sharing a smile can change someone's day. Aww, I like that. And I have always done two, but honestly, they're, they're not good. I mean, I'm just going to have to stick with Ice Cube's birthday <laughs> and, and National Smile Power Day. Well, it's Nature Photography Day. You could go out and take a picture of nature. Oh. I'll take a picture of my dog laying outside and there'll be nature in the picture. Um, Can I tell you a picture that Ryan took? When you said a picture of your dog, immediately this is where my mind went. Hold okay, on, I'm pulling up Instagram really quickly because I'm trying to remember what he captioned it. So this was last year sometime because it was right after Miles was born. I remember because it was like one of the first things to make me laugh, which is actually very sad. <laughs> I already know. I already know what you it do? is. I already know what this post is. Sh- I want you to bring it up, but I think I know okay, what it is. Hold on, let me find it. So, <laughs> yeah, this picture is titled, I call this morning relief. And it's ace pooping. It is, but the <laughs> it is the most gorgeous picture of like the bright sun and clear skies, and our grass is really green. And then just in the distance of like kind of, it looks like shadowy. You see ace pooping. Um, I don't. It's so funny that I remember that. I remember Ryan, like your husband's. Instagram post yep. from over a year well, ago. Like I don't know it, why, but yeah, I remember that. I, mean, I knew exactly what you were going to pull up. It was a when real winner. That. So actually, I'm very wrong. It it was not right after Miles was born, um, but it is not something I will be taking a picture of on National <laughs> Nature Photography Day or whatever. But it made me yeah, giggle well, when he did it. Yeah, I will take a picture of Layla, but probably not while she's pooping. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> In case the listeners were do wondering. all of ourselves a favor. What? I don't know. I'm really tired, you I guys. I don't even know. You guys, it's almost ten o'clock at night, and it's that means it's you know two hours, seven past, hours past my bedtime. Oh, um, okay, so. yeah, seven hours that works. <laughs> so anyway, um, so you guys get in nature. Why don't you? Snap a picture of you smiling in nature with a friend and tell them about the Seeking Sailor podcast. That's right. I I like the sound of that. That (laughs) sounds like a wonderful Wednesday. (gasps) 
Why didn't we call our podcast Wonderful Wednesday? Because we're stupid. (laughs) Anywho. All right. I'm going to go when you're going to go and we're going to go. And we'll be back here two weeks from now with a new episode. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Thank you.